This is Dave Jones with AODocs, and today I'm joined by Peggy Winton, who is CEO and President of AIM. Peggy, hi, how are you? Fine, Dave. Thank you so much. In uh, view of the circumstances, uh, we count ourselves really fortunate. I'm delighted to be with you today. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get into the whole COVID situation in a few minutes' time. Uh, we can't avoid it, really. But but Peggy, tell us a little bit about um, the role that you're in at the moment, a little bit about AIM, uh, and what information management means to you. Let's kick things off there. Well, thank you. Yes, AIM stands for the Association for Intelligent Information Management. So I head up that community. Um, I wish I could say this simply, uh, but I can't. Uh, but let's see if this uh, this uh, rings a bell or this resonates with folks. Um, my team and I really believe that information is the currency, if you will, that fuels and funds every organization's digital transformation journey. And that's a term that people are maybe tired of hearing because they don't know what it really means or it means a lot of things to different people, but it is real. Uh, even as we're trying to adjust to a new normal, the ultimate, the ultimate end game is digital transformation. And we get other organizations to believe that information really is their most valuable asset. Now that has both risk and reward or responsibility and opportunity implications. But a lot of organizations just still fail to appreciate that. You know, to most of them, information is just kind of there or it's mostly invisible. But the reality of the volume, velocity and variety of business information is is just it, it's already exceeded our ability to control it. So it's no wonder that organizations are struggling to maintain it effectively. And, you know, it's it's chaos that's keeping them from realizing their digital transformation objectives. And that's where AIM comes in. Um, we advocate a set of best practices. Uh, we call that intelligent information management. And AIM community members, we are a membership group. We help them overcome that chaos through um, the delivery of some best practices like pervasive learning and connections um, for anyone, uh, anyone who wants to engage with us. Fantastic. Thank you. And one of the things that you said in there, I really like, I love this idea of information as an asset. And it, it seems slightly bizarre to me that if, if we had a situation where we were overrun by wealth assets or money, uh, we sure as heck would be managing it a, a lot better than we manage our information at the mm -hmm. moment. What What are some of the ways that people are starting to understand and address the need to, to manage that information better? Well, you're absolutely right. You don't see information listed on a balance sheet, do you? Uh, and you're so right. People have always taken care of sort of their people management systems and their financial management systems, but not their information management systems. And when you see where true disruption comes, true creativity, it is largely fueled and driven by um, intelligence that comes out of information. And sometimes um, the source of that information is surprising. But the organizations that have really learned how to extract value out of information 
um, and put it into use to create new products or new delivery systems. Those are the true digital transformation leaders, really. So many in our industry have spent a lifetime hanging on to information or putting the gates down to say, you better watch out because this is a record or you need to comply with this regulation or that regulation. That's all still important, but no executives are going to get excited about that. Um, The excitement and the sizzle comes from doing things with your information. And I think that's the point that AIM really wants to make, that it's as much a business enabler um, as it is a sort of business protector. That's really interesting. And I'm wondering, is there almost a legacy handcuff that's put on organizations, or maybe to phrase that a slightly different way, is it easier for a digital native startup organization to both understand and manage their information because they've been born in a digital world? Or am I completely off key with that? No, I think you're absolutely right. A lot of information management, even governance functionality actually comes fully baked in a lot of the new systems today. It's it's almost like our smartphones. It doesn't, they don't come with a manual, right? Um, it, it's just, it's just intuitive. Um, and, and today nobody really cares how the technology works. They just, it works. They just expect it to work. Um, and I think that's the case with some um, information systems today that a startup, for example, would get to leverage and, and tap. A lot of those governancey, compliancy things are already uh, built in. So they can focus much more on um, the outputs and the things um, that can happen. And that is a struggle for anybody who um, has been in information management and is dealing with legacy systems um, because you don't necessarily rip and replace those all at once. And yet you're already using business applications um, that have some of those capabilities. And the information, the content, if you will, that's in those business applications you're using every day, um, that's the source of some real, real value. That information doesn't, it's not cordoned off and living in, let's say, a dedicated content or document management system. And we need to be able to seamlessly tap that information. This is Dave Jones. I'm with Peggy Winton, CEO and President of AIM International. Peggy, the last time we saw each other face to face was just before the COVID outbreak really took hold at the AIM conference in Dallas. Before we start talking about COVID, uh, just talk to us a little bit about uh, the AIM conference itself. Who was there? Uh, what were we? T- what were people talking about? Uh, and what was the general feeling in a slightly surreal time? Well, thank you. Uh, we can't begin to express our gratitude to the hundreds of community members that entrusted us with their safety and their health. Clearly, um, we would not have met um, had we been in the situation we are now. So uh, timing is everything, um, uh, as they say. And uh, 
it was just one of the the best events I think we've experienced in many years, mostly because um, the individuals that were there really, really wanted to be there. They had very pressing um, business issues that they were hoping to solve. Um, and they were meeting up with their peers in the same industry or a variety of industries. So there were about six, a little over 600 people that were there, Dave. And um, most of those are the practitioners or the users of different kinds of information management uh, tools and technology. And then of course, uh, we have the folks like AO Docs that are there to um, provide their solutions to them. And one of our members said that AIM is really unique in that we equally embrace both the buyers and the sellers of the tools and the technology. And we do so um, in an educational environment so that people feel safe and they realize that we're all in this together and we're all trying to solve problems. I think one of the most overwhelming changes we saw this year from previous years is that people really, really wanted to talk about soft skills, things like change management, because it is about not just adapting to the technology, but the cultural changes as well. Much like our focus from just compliance for compliance sake and information as a true business enabler. So thank you for asking. It was great to see you and your team there. Well, it was a fantastic event, even if I got thrown off the mechanical bull far too <laughs> far too quickly from memory. Uh, and one of the things you mentioned in there was was that uh, change towards softer skills and, and a focus on that and adapting to the environment that we're in. And obviously, post-AIM in Dallas, uh, COVID lockdowns have occurred all over the planet. And one of the things that, that that's obviously brought really into focus is the ability and the need to work remotely. Now, this is something that AIM have been talking about for a long time, the tools and technologies that AIM vendors promote facilitate that. Um, but what have you seen there? How has ECM or document management or content services technology actually helped people get ready for this or, or even not help them get ready, but just help them deal with the situation that they're in at the moment? I'm so glad you asked because this is an amazing opportunity for our value proposition and our story to um, really be told now. You know, everyone's talking about collaboration tools. Um, you know, Zoom is overloaded uh, because people are using it for the first time. That That's kind of the easy part is to get teams to, to connect. And um, a lot of just simple um, document sharing tools have been around too. That's easy. But what we think about is what about those organizations that are still reliant on paper and manual processes? If folks can't get into their office, who's collecting the mail? Who's um, managing the important documents like forms or contracts that are coming in. And this is an amazing opportunity for our industry to talk about the fact that the tools that do forms processing, that automate paper documents, 
those are so mature and their ROI has been proven time and time again. So if ever there were a time uh, for organizations to start to get their um, documents and records management house in order, this is it. And thankfully, there are so many um, organizations out there that can help them from um, the document service bureaus, we used to call them, um, folks who will come in and take all of your paper documents and scan them and index them and use um, auto classification to then put them in a document management system that's accessible via the cloud for any uh, distributed uh, workforce. That's exciting. And it's, it's, that's, that's what we need to talk about um, beyond, as I said, just those collaboration tools. Completely agree, Peggy. And one of the things that we talked about just before we came on air today uh, was the landscape, if you if you like, immediately post-COVID. So people are working from home now. Uh, people aren't in physical offices in a lot of situations. What do you see that, that post-COVID landscape looking like from an information management point of view? And then let's go a little bit further. What does that landscape look like maybe in two, three years' time? What are some of the things that you're seeing coming down the road that are going to uh, change this marketplace? I think you're absolutely right. I don't think um, business is going to be back to you know normal um, if you could use that phrase, um, many organizations are going to realize the benefit of um, having people work from home and save all that time that they would normally spend on commuting, um, et cetera, um, the expense of physical real estate, all of that. Um, I, think, um, I think those benefits are pretty obvious to people. And um, some of those folks are equipped um, to um, provide anywhere, anytime access to the information that their people need to do their job. Um, but I think we're going to just start talking now about um, just beyond doing the right thing, just beyond ensuring that um, uh, documents, that records are um, still being handled by the right people. Um, I think we're going to be leveraging technology like artificial intelligence um, to do the heavy lifting even more so that staff can really focus on mission critical work because they're going to need to be changing their delivery models and they're going to need to be changing the products and services that they offer. Um, they're just new demands. You know, we've seen disruption all around us. Well, um, this environment is just changing completely. Look at how look at how manufacturers have pivoted um, from producing, you know, one good to now producing uh, the desperately needed um, respirators and masks and things like that. Did that did that answer your question? It absolutely did. And I think you describe it perfectly. You know, with every challenge comes an opportunity. And I think there's a lot of people embracing the situation that we find ourselves in at the moment and doing good for for everybody wherever they can. So, so that's fantastic. Peggy, looking forward, obviously lots of changes going on, but AIM has been a remote company 
and delivering remote learning and distance learning for a, for a long time now. What does the future look like for AIM? And just to wrap things up, um, tell us where we can find out a little bit more information about AIM and what they do. Well, thanks. Um, thank you. Um, allow me to, uh, you know, self-indulge a little bit. We just talked about the conference and, you know, um, we were just so thrilled that we could see people. And I hope we'll be able to see um, people um, again uh, when this is all over because um, all the technology and tools in the world um, don't take the place of just being able to look someone in the eye and uh, just reestablish that camaraderie. And that's that's the thing that re-energizes us. Um, we have been thank thankful. Uh, we, we've been really, really blessed that that annual conference and one or two other uh, in-person gatherings are very one of the very few um, uh, times that that we deliver things um, physically. Everything else we do um, year-round has been delivered virtually for oh gosh, I guess going on ten years now. So um, our members can always leverage online and self-paced learning uh, through our educational. Uh, portals. Um, they can participate in webcasts and podcasts and uh, connect with online special interest groups to get that interactive uh, discussion and even mentoring um, for career development or just trying to solve a problem. We already conduct virtual events where we try to emulate the uh, interactivity of the conference. I think, Dave, for us, um, our Efforts and our cycles uh, in the next few months are going to be built around uh, or dedicated to building an even more robust house of learning. Um, this self-quarantine affords all of us a little bit of extra time to uh, maybe tackle some professional development uh, goals uh, that um, always get put aside. Uh, this is an ideal time for that. And AIM is so blessed with such great content that we produce by our own um, educators, but also that folks like yourselves and other volunteer members of our community produce. Our job is to try to curate those uh, in the very best way possible so that true learning paths can be established. And that's what we really want to dedicate our efforts to. The second thing is we need to perfect our delivery models for um, those interactive activities and events. No longer is um, voice over PowerPoint going to be acceptable because we need uh, to truly feel like we're in the same room with someone now, even if we can't be. And um, there's just a plethora of tools that enable us to do that. But you know, it takes some new skills and uh, that's what we're going to be working on. And, uh, you know, as I said, we hope to see people in person again, uh, but education shouldn't stop. I've been with Peggy Winton today, President and CEO of AIM. Peggy, thank you very much for joining us uh, on this short webcast today. Uh, anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Thank you, Dave. I've really enjoyed this. It's always fun to talk and and hear what you all are up to. Um, just uh, please don't feel that you're alone out there. There really is a community, um, a, quite a large one, actually. About 150,000 of our uh, AIM community members come from every walk of life. Some of them are just um, newly um, 
uh, entering this world of information management. Some have been in it for years. Uh, there's a home. There's a home for you. And so many of our resources we make available absolutely free of charge. So don't um, don't miss the opportunity to really take advantage of those. www.aim.org is where you can find all of that. And uh, whether it's a webcast or a podcast or um, some of a, uh, a report on things that our own users have told us about their drivers, about their um, obstacles to implementing certain things, um, we've got a complete library there. So take advantage and uh, get to know us. We'd like to get to know you too. Peggy, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and thank you for listening today. Until next time, uh, have a great day and we'll speak soon.